a card on both of you. That is a hot cup of tea. Ah, and the spoon is scalding as well. You would think by the age of 32, I would learn that heat and metal are conductive of one another, wouldn't you? Some things you never learn. Yet shocking fact, a flood tide of filth is engulfing our country. We know that once a person is perverted, it is practically impossible for that person to adjust to normal attitude. What's up kids, how are you doing today? Today's going to be a little bit different, I'm afraid. So if you're expecting the usual podcast, I apologize. You may want to go through and listen to this or watch this on YouTube because episode 200 is upon us. We are in episode 200. It means I have decided to punish myself a little bit because you can't have success without punishment. So I have stepped back. And as I mentioned recently in the episode where we talked about how long it's taken for me to get to this point of doing what I do, um, and I decided it would be an idea to do essentially a reaction video. So for the first time on Yelling at Concrete Podcast, I'm going to be playing stuff which is from 2011 and, and other years, which happened prior to this year. So basically every year has happened to prior to this year. Uh, uh, watching that back and seeing whether I still agree with myself critiquing myself probably uh, and maybe just trying to explain where these things come from and how we end up in these situations so obviously there is a visual aspect to this podcast so i will say if you want to watch it go watch it on youtube uh, if not you will get the audio only and my reaction and via the audio only and this is probably about as close as you're going to get to an edited video of this podcast or a reaction video of me doing reaction videos. So strap in, strap on. Uh, i got a cup of tea to kind of support me through this because I am dreading it. I have been avoiding doing this because I think it's going to be the most cringeworthy thing in the world. But I did say I would do it. So um, let's just crack on with it. So one of the problems I was having was trying to figure out which videos to watch. Because I haven't watched these back in a very long time. So I don't really know what's going on in any of them anymore. As I say, these are from 2011. 2011 was a very different time for me. It was still a time where, you know, YouTube was kind of burgeoning and vlogging was becoming the main thing and would be for a couple of years. And I was just trying to figure out where I was doing, what I was doing. I'd just finished my degree. At the very beginning, I was living with my brother and I was not particularly happy. So I'll go we'll pre-warn you about the content. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I wonder how much preamble I can put into this podcast before I actually show you anything. That's a good one. Clicking in. All right, so this is from August 25th, 2011. So the time I was still living with my brother, 
Um, and it, you used to be able to do, I don't know if you remember on YouTube, you used to be able to do things called video responses. And video responses were like a fantastic way of creating collaborative content because someone would make a video and you could reply to that video with your video, which would interlink them together. So everything would make nice conceptual sense. It also fostered this community of creativity. So of course, uh, YouTube removed that functionality because why would you want to have that function on a platform which you use to sell advertising? You wouldn't, right? Um, so this was actually a reply to a friend of mine. This was a response which was essentially, um, I, I mean, it's a video response. I'm going to give you no preamble. Hi, and welcome to the go new blog, it. which is happening every okay. Wednesday or Thursday. can't quite remember. I think it's Thursday. But it was inspired by another vlogger linked to her in the menagerie. Um, and it is simply to discuss, because all my other vlogs are quite, not negative, well, negative. And they're all quite preachy. That I should do a blog a week, which is... Can we just talk about how slowly I talk in these videos? I, I do this now, right? I, I think about what I'm saying as I go along. I don't really plan with what I'm saying. I don't really skip a beat with that. But I've got way better at just filling the spaces in between. And also speaking as though my normal cadence. I don't know what this cadence is. Because anyone who's had a conversation with me knows that I don't speak like this. I speak like this because you put emotion into things and feeling. This is me just being extremely uncomfortable with being on camera. So, yeah, I, I, I Less so, and discusses something which I find in the world and I like. So, what do I like this week? Call it something positive. One of the main things I like and one of the main things I like to do is drawing. There's some milk I drew. I've always liked drawing, and it was something which I've been able to do since I was a child. I think I'm fairly good at it, I don't know. Um, I managed to get through GCSE and A-level art whilst drawing, and I draw storyboards for films, etc. So, I'd like to draw quite three things. I'm, I can do realistic pencil and pen and ink and pointillism drawing, which is which are meant to be physical representations of the item which I see before me. That's not a problem, but I mainly like to draw stuff which just comes to mind, which... I doesn't have to concentrate on. I just I can't describe how go much for I it, and it happens. Watching myself, that type of thing. This is the line drawing of a skull I did. It's called um, dizzying heights and juice nozzle. Now I tend to draw now because I've been out of the loop for a while and not doing it for my actual course. The, um, I tend to draw when I'm quite down. So, okay, so this is an interesting one. So, this is a response to another YouTuber at the time, and. And the whole idea of this episode was to give you something positive. It was to give you something uplifted. And the reason I was doing that was because the other episodes I was doing were only negative. They were only, like, discussing serious points and bad things. And I had this idea in my head of basically disrupt, disrupting what you get on YouTube. Because YouTube was, and I mean, still is, is full of a lot of positive content. It's full of a lot of over-animated, over-excited people who were just like, yeah, yeah, this is great, this is life, you know, we're doing this, and, you know, I live this wonderful life, and life is wonderful, blah, 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 and that irritated the hell out of me, because at the time I was extremely depressed. So I wanted to give the antithesis of that by doing episodes on things which irritated me, and the bad things, put the bad things on YouTube was basically my moniker. And then this was the positive episode, and even then, all this is is just me being kind of sad and it's 2011, so what, what I would have been... I'd have been 21 at the time in 2011, I think. Um, and yeah, I, it, it's, it's hard to watch. 
it's hard to watch yourself back in any any way, shape, or form. But it's also hard to watch yourself when you know you're going through some things. I don't know if that makes sense. That when you watch a younger version of yourself and you know that that younger version of yourself is struggling and there's no real way to help them because you went through it and you're going to come through the other side. I I think it's important. This is why I don't delete these things is because I think it's important to look back, to see where you came from, to see what you came through and remind yourself. And that's, that's a hugely important thing. Anyway, carrying on with this angsty prick. When I'm not feeling all that great and it's something to take my mind off things, just picking up a pen or a pencil, it's something which you can do anywhere as well, and you can draw on so many different things, and there's so many different textures and ways to use pens and pencils. In fact, I think the best implement for drawing ever is the biro. And I now disagree with I this I hate statement. to be the one to break this to anyone who advocates pencil that much, but a biro pen has so so much potential. And it creates such a nice style on whatever you're drawing on. I also love watching people draw because it's amazing to watch how their mind works when putting together an image on a page, especially if they're just making something up. It looks right, it looks aesthetically right, I just can't figure out why. I have a habit of drawing clowns, I don't really know why. I like to name them as well. Clown eyes! This is another clown drawing I did. Um, this one's been watercolored afterwards, which I did. These are just ones which I've actually got on my walls in my room because I'm that vain about my drawing that I like to stick things around me. No, it's because my room's quite bland and drawing's easy to do, so I just crack them on the wall. So what you're seeing in this video as well is <laughs> the room which I was in is essentially a shoebox. So the distance between me and the wall behind me right now and to my side, not even all the way down to like the, the end of the wall, was enough space for a single bed and that was about it. Everything else was just piled up around me because I was staying in my brother's spare room. So as you can see from my drawings, I do draw quite random things, and I do draw fairly often. Um, it's because, as I say, it was something which I did as a kid, and it's something which gradually just developed. I've been told by people that I'm a great drawer and others that I'm terrible. Um, but I advise everyone to do it, because everyone has their own style, and everyone has their own way of interpreting what's in front of them. And people do get frustrated when they can't perfectly represent what's in front of them and half the time you don't need to because if you're trying to invite convey an emotion within an item or an object and you have a flower in front of you and you draw that flower perfectly yeah that's great but you can use a camera for that if you're trying to invade that that flower is powerful that's when you should draw it so drawing is something which I enjoy or something which is in this world which is a very good thing to embrace I mean, he's not wrong. I do enjoy drawing. This, what's interesting to me as well is that, so this was just before I started doing any kind of artwork back in illustration. I was kind of getting back into my illustration, and I was I was experimenting with it as a it's kind of like a temporary filler because I couldn't find film work. I couldn't find short film work. I couldn't find anything which was feeding that which I'd been to university for, and that was getting me heavily depressed. So I was trying to find little intricate ways where I could be like, oh, cool, I can pick up a pencil, I can do some drawing, and I can get myself motivated to do more and more things. So I was already trying to solve my own situation. It was just not that good at the time. There's something which I'm noticing I'm doing throughout this entire thing, and which is something which kind of you see a lot in teenagers and young 20-year-olds where someone's trying to convey that they are random or that they have quirky or that they are different to other people. That was something which was heavily playing on my mind back in the day. 
it was trying to express this idea that I'm unique and I'm different and I'm just I'm going to break what is from everything else and it's it's rooted in insecurity it is it is rooted in the insecurity of your ideas and your work and everything else within your life so you desperately try to think of reasons you're different which means there is a reason why when you fail or when you struggle it's just because they don't understand it and they don't get it and it's something you learn over time and you learn it usually when you're a teenager but of course every time you get depressed you you kind of regress a little bit and and back you know where you were once before there's no real way of escaping that sadly i wish there was but there's not okay so that was something positive now to find you something negative okay this i feel like this one's going to be interesting you ready i'm not Today I'd like to talk about labeling. I still like that intro. Now labeling I don't refer to, I don't refer to such things as Heinz or branding, such things like that. I mean labeling is in race and sex and etc. No. I was taking on big subjects. There was no skirting around it. There was no like fun pun titles back in the day. No, it was a case of throw something out there and see if it sticks, see what reactions you can get from the world. Also, I should point out, as you'll notice in this video, there is a time code at the bottom and there is a a grey filter over this and a vignette filter and a low-res video filter. And I can explain that. I can explain that. Essentially, I was going for like a... you know, like a, a memoirs from a bunker kind of vibe, like a you know, like a revolutionary vibe, a, a a wanting to be heard and seen, but against the establishment kind of vibe. And I don't feel like I pull any of that off because it's very evident that I'm stood in my childhood bedroom because I just had to move home because I didn't do very well after I came out of uni. Yeah, I, I had this weird, oddly pretentious vision of myself to be, you know, the presenter of ideas if it were, the presenter of information, the the someone someone should listen to, the oracle of all information, when in reality I was just some whiny kid who didn't really know what he wanted and didn't really know what he was doing with life and just wanted people to listen to him. So, I mean, I guess that's what most of YouTube is. I guess that's what this still is. <laughs> now it's just a lot more casual. And I've gotten used to sitting in front of a camera. That doesn't, you know, doesn't faze me. Now you get me. You don't get pretentious potential job interview, Graham, which I, I wouldn't hire me. Now, when you look at people, you look at people. They are, everyone is a person. Everyone is a human being. And this isn't a rant to say don't be racist, or this isn't a rant to say don't be sexist, though it in a way, in a roundabout way, it is a rant. Here to rant about is don't be any of that. When I look at people, I don't see a black guy, a white guy. I don't see a woman or a man, at first, I just see a human being. Okay, this is really important. Um, I find the internet fascinating. And one of the reasons I find the internet fascinating is just... You can see the footprints of your previous self in other people. People you meet, people you encounter, people who come into your life, especially within forums. And I see this a lot on platforms like Reddit and Instagram. When you look now, there is such a focus within communities and within social media about rooting out things like extremism and getting people mental health care and getting people better ideas. And 
stopping the development people. I will say this now. At points in my life, there was two paths, three paths for me to take, and they could have led to horrific things. They could have led me to being an even worse person than I may have been within my life. And I can see those footprints. Like the language I'm using in these videos, I'm trying to make myself sound smart. That's all I'm doing. I'm trying to make myself sound smart in these videos. I'm trying to give the impression that I know what I'm talking about, that I'm better than other people. And that is the most pretentious bullshit that you could ever do. I'm not this person. Even at this time, I wasn't this person. I was just giving the impression of that because I thought that being an authority figure was the way to go with things. And when you look online now and you see people who are, have this kind of language and vocabulary and they put out this presence, it's the whole, like, milady and, like... Misogynistic, incel esque level of of weirdness. Whilst I wasn't coupling all of this with, you know, oh no, women like me, no women like me, and I'm the terrible, and you know, it was easier being back being man. No, fuck all of that nonsense. What this is, this is a, this is a footstep. This is a footprint. If I'd have met the wrong person at the wrong time, and I was feeling this shit and using this kind of mentality. You could easily fall into that. And I've, I've thought that about my past as well. Back when I was in, in kind of senior school and looking at me as a teenager, if I'd have met the wrong people and had the wrong ideas presented to me, it could have easily gone very wrong. And I'm extremely grateful that it didn't. And I'm extremely grateful that I got to where I am. And extremely apologetic to anyone I hurt along the way whilst I was figuring that out. These videos, for me, are just a document of what could have been and when I meet people online, I try very hard to try and steer them in the right direction. Especially when I see the same staple marks in other people. I don't know if this is a funny video. <laughs> now, you can hate human beings because you are one. And human beings are terrible, terrible creatures upon oh, this world. But that's all we are. We are creatures. We are physical, biological organisms which wander around the earth aimlessly until you die. So when people start dissecting this into race, the bag of fun, this guy. what country you're from, it's, oh, patriotism pisses me off something brilliantly. Because it shouldn't matter what coordinate you were born on the earth to actually have to exist within that earth. It should be that everyone has exactly the same rights because every person is exactly the same. I'm gonna start off with countries and work my way backwards. Countries, it doesn't matter where you were born on this earth. If you're English, that shouldn't matter anyway because England has been invaded so many times in its history that you're basically just a mix of every race on earth. You aren't British, no one in the world is fully British. If you are, understand what that fucking symbol means. Do not get your flag tattooed onto your body. I get it. You're proud that you come from grass. It shouldn't matter what part of grass. What I'm trying to get across is we're all human beings. We all have a heart, lungs, kidneys, a liver. We all die if we don't get sustenance. We all go crazy if we don't get sleep. We all procreate in one way or another. If you don't want to procreate, that's fine. It's your choice. Because as human beings, we developed choice. We developed free thought. We developed... We invented everything we see before us. Everything. But human beings don't need labeling. Because human beings have already been labeled. We are homo sapiens. We are human. We are flesh and blood and bone. There is nothing else to us. I was so angry back in the day. 
I mean, I'm not. It's not that I'm not angry now. I feel like I make a lot of these. The, what's interesting about this is I find I make a lot of the same points now that I did back in the day. But younger Graham was much more agitated because younger Graham hadn't figured out how to present information in a way which people actually want to consume it. Okay, that's something which is important to remember. And I mean, I've, I've even done it. I've done. There's been episodes of the podcast which have been directly inspired by videos which I did in the past. But I didn't take the time to explain myself. I didn't take the time to look into what other people thought and how people might react. This reminds me a lot of when you meet someone who's just recently discovered a philosophical term or movement or something like that, and they decide to tell you that everything you know is wrong and you should be wrong. And I've even discussed that in a podcast. As I said, you can't tell people to feel bad and just expect them to feel bad. You can't. You can't, young Graham. There is no way. It doesn't work. People don't respond to it. People need easing into things. They need presenting with things. They need adjustment because brains are hard to change. That's that's what younger Graham needs to know. All right, we're going to skip a little bit forward. Uh, so that's all 2011. All right, I'm going to go with... Oh, God, okay. I feel like these might be rife for things. <laughs> okay, so this was October 2011. As I say, I made a lot of content in a very short space of time. This is, this is October... 2011. This is 11 things people don't like about me. 10 things people don't like about me. This, in fact. Yes, this was... So this was what I went went from changing. This is probably one of the first few uses of using the name Yelling at Concrete. There are 10 things people don't like about me. Okay, Okay, number one is I am quiet. Um, Though it may not seem that because the videos you see are a very condensed version of me. I'm extremely quiet. When I'm in person, I barely say anything. I'm the person who much prefers to listen to what is going on because I like to absorb information. So I just sit and listen to people talk and figure out exactly what I need to say. It makes people a little uncomfortable that I'm that quiet. Um, my grammar is terrible. I proofread my for spelling, is still and terrible. I still miss things. My grammar is terrible. It but now it's like a running I make joke. up words. I make sentences which don't really say anything, as you've probably noticed. But it's something which I'm not particularly bothered about, because if you can understand what I'm saying, shouldn't really argue. I'm an atheist, um, which means a lot of religious people don't like me. This is because I have no problem with people having beliefs. I have no problem with people having faith. I, I have mean, no I'm still an atheist. Anything anyone does, as long as they don't preach to me. As long as they this don't me again trying to wear things on my sleeves. And try define to argue myself. with I'm me. struggling because so hard to define I myself in these do videos. Read about religion in the universe. Also an existentialist, um, though again, it can I'm just trying to define to myself. An existentialist in That's all I'm trying to do, guys. As close as I can clarify to be myself. People also don't like the fact that I'm bearded. It may sound a weird opinion, and a lot of people who watch my videos came to my videos because... That's actually a good point. So 2011, beards weren't really a thing. Hipsterisms were starting, and hipster was, was burgeoning. But beards were not a thing, and people forget this. I, I mean, I had a beard for a long time. I've had a beard for a long time. Through basically all of uni, I had a bit of a beard, and then it's gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. But in 2011, beards were not the trend, and yet I was rocking a beard. I have a beard, I think. I mean, a lot of people think a beard as This is interesting. Pure, well. simple so you, reason. So it's, um, I'm making a coffee mid-video. 
you can see little like stylistic points which are then brought into the podcast. I enjoy having a beard, and I'm very lazy. That's a lie. I don't argue. People really enjoy arguments, and one of my not by not videos this week is going to discuss one of these arguments. But I generally I won't argue. Now, by argue, an argument is not a discussion. A discussion, I will discuss, but I will not argue. Arguing is when people become emotionally invested, so much so in whatever they're saying, or, we'll go with this one first, um, they become emotionally invested in what they're saying, and begin to yell, and begin to swear, and begin to insult the person rather than the subject, which is called common. I still don't argue. I will not do that. I will also never... I don't really yell discuss. in terms of talking to people. I do in my videos because my videos, in order to get an audience, hard to do. Um, which brings me to my next point. I'm pretty much constantly calm. I like to maintain this running facade, which you'll have seen throughout this video. I haven't actually really moved around much in this video, whereas I usually do. And that's because that's another part of my personality which I like to put on for the video. Because it's more entertaining than sitting me here and watching me just blabble. He's right. There's an on-screen personality, and there is not an on-screen personality. He makes some okay points. He's calmed down a lot of video from, from the black and white stuff. Drink coffee and what have you. But generally, I remain constant within my my advantage later on. I can flip and change on decisions like that. Um, it's true. Though I methodically think about practically everything I do, when it comes to trivial things, my brain flips through decisions like you would flip through a catalogue. My friend Janine hates this fact about me, because it's usually her who suffers the brunt of my on my part. But the final and tenth reason people generally don't like me is that I'm a very grumpy person. I'm See, that's interesting. I wouldn't say I'm a grumpy person these days. I wouldn't. I think I'm a fairly positive person. Despite, you know, my theories on life and how things go and my general jokes about, you know, the nihilistic points of the view of the world, I would class myself as a positive person. I'm one of the more positive, balanced people I know. From my point of view. <laughs> it's everyone else's wrong. Maybe I should do a video back, maybe I should adopt back the old style and do like an angry video about something. I don't know. It just seems like a lot of effort to be angry. That level of angry. This was eating a lot of my time and, and space to be this angry. It's also good to point out. So in these videos, I'd moved back home, but I was also unemployed. So I was desperately trying to find things to do, things to occupy myself, things to make myself more motivated and working and try to get myself back into the workforce. So, yeah. Okay, so that's 10 things people don't like about me. What were the 10 things I thought people would like about me? I posted them one after another. Uh, top 10 reasons people like me. I solve problems. I find it quite easy to solve other people's problems. No, I find problems it really easy to solve logical problems. This is something I do. So people, they can't really stop it either. Problems. I keep doing. When they want a problem actually solved. If someone is attention-seeking or doesn't really want a problem to be solved, they just want to complain about it, or they want to hear some this is essentially the reason positivity I about whatever the situation <laughs> it's because is, I'm a problem. they will go to someone else. So if they want something actually solved... Okay, this one's less cringe than the previous one. Or actually me. And two is I am beardy, which is also in my list of people. Beard was on the list of no likes as well. Like me is because I have a beard fonder. 
a lot of people. It's just problem solving again. I really, um, I really padded out some of these. So I'm quite really padded out the content to try and get something meaningful. I like to map things out in my head. Well, I don't like to. It just automatically does it. Um, so I see all situations. But again, I'm, I'm watching these and I'm watching it, thinking these, this little footprints of what this would become you know a lot of this video itself is just me sitting at a desk chatting to a camera with a microphone the microphone which i ended up using for my first podcast and this was the longer form content these episodes were 10 minutes or so long and it was getting relaxed with that style and getting relaxed with being in front of a camera because everyone else was just making these cut up videos and i was i was trying to break which that are a lot if i am <laughs> Quiet. Again, I've chosen something on my what people like and don't like this. Come on, Graham. Give yourself a compliment. Hard worker, again, doesn't... It's just... That is something which is unavoidable. What I ramble on is never anything particularly important. I mean, that's true. For instance, I can ramble about comic books, films, photography... I can still ramble a lot. For eons. But I'm not discussing politics. I can ramble about politics, but it won't be anything significant. Discussing some not blog people things which aren't related to what I'm actually against people. people I'm skipping through I'm, me. I'm aware. I'm willing to laugh at myself. It's true. I am aware that of all the things which most people will think about me, such as okay, I'm bearded. I ramble on about existentialism and. I pronounce the same points twice, and I know my grammar is the worst thing in the world, probably. Uh, I know all my foibles. I know my artwork is dark, what and my photography is underexposed, but it's meant to be. So I know all these little foibles which people can pick on, and I pick on that. There was a running joke when I was at university that a photograph, if exposed completely black because it was taken wrongly, was one of my photographs. I know that. I'm happy with that. Because it's it's fun. You've got to learn to laugh at yourself. Another reason people like me is I'm generally interested in everything, so I will listen to people talk about anything. Um, as I said before, I like facts. I like to know what's going on. So regardless of how inane your discussing is, I will probably read it, listen to it. I always have coffee. It's a reason I'd like a person, so I think it's a reason people like me. Okay. We're, we're done with the reasons you like yourself, Graham. Let's go. Ah, dear. Right. I'm going to skip forward again. We're going to go way further in time. This was 2012, so this was a year later. And this was just after I'd moved into this house. So in 2012, I moved into this house with my partner at the time. So life was picking up. I was still unemployed at the time. I was just kind of making it through. Um... But yeah, let's see what this happens. Let's see what this brings down. Oh, I'm back. <laughs> Jesus. I like the intro. I'm good at making intros. I found so kids it's been a while as you may notice i'm in a completely different surrounding i'm in a world which wasn't my room before and i'm in another room which i can't afford to live in until i actually get my benefit through so moving past that i'm trying to get used to this whole vlogging again thing i keep moving the camera around because i'm not happy with this setup and i don't know why
Which brings me to my thought process of the day, and that thought process is the thought process in general. So as human beings, we Can have an intelligent, amazing, wonderful thing called a human brain. And the human brain is, as far as we know, probably the most advanced brain on the planet. It's amazing what some people decide to do with such intelligence, though. But the only problem is that this can cause problems with it being so advanced, because you're easily able to take things in and do so many things at once and decide so many things at once, and you make calculations and suggestions, and like even if you're just walking along, your, your brain's judging how far the pavement is from your face and from your feet, so how far you need to step to get over things. That's pretty crazy. But then, you know, you get into bed and your brain keeps going. It's going to be a time when your brain's going to stop. Your brain's going to go, no, this is sleep time. We need to regenerate. And you think thinking, I'm knackered. It's been a long day. I don't want to have to do anything. But now your brain keeps going because you've got too many ideas. So I would like to take you on the journey through a thought process, which probably will go nowhere. So let's say I go into bed and I was laying there and I was thinking about the events of the day. First off, I'm probably going to consider that I haven't turned the kettle off. If I haven't turned the kettle off, then that's going to be draining electricity. I'm going to be losing money. I don't have any money, so I really should get a job. I should have applied for jobs. Maybe I need to apply for jobs right now. Well, granted, I looked through all the jobs yesterday, so there's probably going to be no new jobs from when I was yesterday. Speaking of jobs, why can't I get a job doing video? Video is what I want to do. Maybe I should write a video idea. We could do some new things. I've got so many ideas for videos. I want to shoot a trailer. I want to shoot a skit. I want to shoot a music video. I've got to find a band to do a music video with. But uh, I can't find anything which I want to do music-wise because maybe I should just start my own band. My own band would be pretty cool. I'd be able to do all sorts of things with it. But then I really need to learn chords, so maybe I should get my guitar. Crap, my guitar's not here. What do I do about that? I've got to get it sent over here. Should I go online and find tab? Maybe I should get up and get a drink. Am I too asleep? Why can't I fall asleep? Am I too tired to go to sleep? How can you be too tired to go to sleep? You're tired. You need to go to sleep. So why aren't you sleeping? Maybe it's because it's too bright in here. Should I get... Is it weird that I can now talk like... Like this without really any breaks. I don't really need the jump cuts. I can just keep going for about half an hour. I don't. I don't know how to react to this. I'm doing. I'm doing okay. I've, I've moved on. I'm much more comfortable now in front of the camera in these videos. What if I get a workers? Why can't I get a workers right now? Why aren't stalls open 24/7? Why won't someone invent something which I can buy right now and receives to my door in the next 10 minutes, other than just food? Why can't they deliver shelves to my house in 10 minutes? Why don't businesses offer this? Amazon it should really be like an hour rush, not 24 hour rush, this should be an hour rush. I still can't sleep. Maybe I should read. What if I read? I've still got to read that book which I said that I'd read for the book of the month. I'm already reading another book, but I need to finish that book because it needs to be returned to the library. Speaking of library, I need to get a library card because I've been using my mum's library card for the past two weeks. Do I need a different library card now that I've moved house because I'm in a different city? A library card's free still? Could I write my own book? What would that book be about? Would it be about a single person, a group of people? How would I avoid it being cliche? Maybe I should write all these down. I've got too many ideas right now. I, could, I should just find a book. Where's the pen? I don't know where the pen is. Can somebody tell me where my pen is? What if I just have a whiteboard? No, but I can never find the whiteboard pen because it's, it just gets lost and then I just end up using my finger to wipe stuff over there than the actual rubber and it just ruins the whiteboard. So maybe I could put one beside my bed to write down my dreams. Speaking of dreams, why can't I sleep? It's good to be back, guys. I will be back on Monday. I shall talk to you guys later. It's a lot more relaxed. It's a lot more relaxed. There's a lot more, like... Yeah. I feel like this was the evolvement. This was evolving into something more useful to me. More useful to everybody else. I got more, a lot more useful, used to being in front of the camera. I adopted the black and white. And this was the kind of stuff I made towards basically till the end, right? 
I, I kept making these kinds of things, just wandering thoughts. I kept putting in jump cuts because I was trying to be the greens and I was trying to be Wheezy Waiter and I was trying to be, you know, all these different things. And I was doing okay for views. You know, I did okay for views. I got like 70 to 100 views. They were short format, about five, ten minutes long each time. And I was just trying to find out what stuck. That's all I was trying to do. That wasn't as cringy as the earlier stuff. It really wasn't. I kept doing that till like 2013. What's up, kids? I'm feeling pretty low energy today, so I'm going to have to do all I can to make this as exciting as possible. What's that oh, green? No. Can we make the jump cuts even quicker? No, I'm not really a fan of that. So basically, all I'm going to do is just make random noises at times. Ah. So it may not shock any of you that oh, I spend a lot of time on Tumblr. It's a great place, but I find your stream can be dominated by a few people if they post a lot of things all the time and it's the time frame you're generally on Tumblr. One such occasion happened recently and it was full of This is just me trying to be other YouTubers. People shouting. This is so the most unnatural video I've seen so far. Like sickening and disgusting and vile and raw. And people do get so angry and I realise something that it's very hard for people to maintain composure when they're trying to make a point, especially if they're very passionate about something. Remember when you're passionate video? about something, points kind of come What's across nicer. Now this. Not foaming in the mouth. Now I'm not going to get into what the discussion on Tumblr was actually about. It's something which I'm not entirely agreeing with, but it's something also where I can see the point, so I'm, I'm, I don't want to have to do a back and forth about that. But I did want to talk about opinion. Opinion is a beautiful, magical, wonderful thing. I think it's slightly more special than Doctor Who maybe. I'm not a big fan of Doctor Who. Why did I say Doctor Who? Is it slightly more special than Batman? No, because nothing's special other than Batman. But opinion's beautiful because there's so much passion in opinion. There's so much energy and vocation and not vocation. There's so much energy and want and that kind of thing which you can just throw into your opinion. And your opinion can be based on fact or it can just be per based on personal experience, all that kind of thing. And personal experience isn't necessarily fact. In fact, isn't necessarily perfect as personal experience if you understand my gist. If you don't understand my gist, what I mean is that let's say you're a child and you have personal experience with something. Let's say you got bitten by a dog when you were a child, well, and then your parents told the story all over that you got bitten by a dog and you, know, you had to go to hospital and that's why you're scared of dogs and all that kind of thing. That might not be true completely because you're a child so you can't fully remember the personal experience perhaps you would provoke that dog you would never know because your parents wouldn't want to paint that side of the story they wouldn't, pay, wouldn't want to paint you as the villain they're exactly going to go you deserved it you provoked the dog until you get to about 20 and 30 and then your parents start to do that thing where they tell you the truths about your life and what they actually think of you fear is the uh, is the general reaction to that. So you've got all these opinions, you've got all these great ideas which you want to express to the world, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's, that's great. Opinion is great, though not all opinions are valid, but opinion is great. But the thing which I like best about opinion, and the thing which I think maybe even elevates it above fact, is that opinion can be changed. And this is something which a lot of people don't seem to realise, that your opinions can be changed. The lot of reason most people don't want to realise this is because they hate admitting that they're wrong. I am one of those people, I hate admitting that I'm wrong, but if I have to admit I'm wrong, I will admit that I'm wrong, and I will change my opinion based on new evidence. Fact can change opinion, that's how fact is powerful, but fact cannot be changed. Getting rambly again. <coughs> but I just want you to take a consideration of your opinion. <laughs> if you're about to spout your opinion to the world, you should be careful, because obviously opinions vary, and people have different opinions and different spouts to shoot from. Why is this all very water-related? Most to be conscientious about your opinions and be willing to change them. If you're more willing to change your opinions, you'd be well-rounded as an individual. Because an opinion's ability to change and evolve is the beauty of opinion. That it is personal to you, it is based on everything which you have in your head. Every memory, every experience, every sensory factor, everything which you have experienced goes into every opinion you create. Regardless of how big or small that opinion is, 
that's what happens. So when people are very unreasonable about changing their opinions, it's not natural. Your opinion can be changed whether you like it or not, which is the other beautiful thing about opinions. For instance, let's say you had someone who was very adamant about it. I'm sat here gurning and sat here cringing, and I'm not even gurning and cringing at the opinion. In the original videos, this is interesting, in the original videos I was gurning at my opinions, my thoughts, my my cringe just mentality to how I express myself. In this one, it's the editing. It's everything else about it. It's it's me trying to figure out how to do YouTube, right? That's what this is. You know, I'm close to the camera. I'm as close as I can be. There's a spotlight which I can see in my own eyes because I bought studio lights and I was making, I wanted to make short films. I'm speaking extremely quickly because I want to make it poppy and snappy and I want it to be engaging and that's how you get likes and that's how you get views. I could see so much panic in this video, I just want to stop, walk through and slap myself. I want to come through the door at the back and just myself through. They could have a personal experience themselves, which eventually leads them to change their opinion. So you have someone who absolutely hates spinach, can't stand spinach, doesn't like the taste, the smell, won't be anywhere near it, but they accidentally one day eat a sandwich which contains spinach and they don't realise it until afterwards and they're like, hmm, well maybe spinach isn't that bad. But that's the beauty of opinion. So in a way, I'm guessing this vlog's to say cherish your opinions, put your opinions out there, but consider and always be willing to change your opinions. The willingness to accept and change and build upon yourself is the beauty of the human mind and the beauty of adaptability and is in a way what makes us special because we are willing to take a look at our own basic nature and functions and say, something might not be quite right here. So we may want to change this. It's questioning the world around you. And there's nothing better than questioning the world around you. Sometimes I wonder why I'm doing this. There's not many views. Most of my blogs just ramble, but I feel it's important to put your opinion out there. And it's important to show off what you want to do. And that's my opinion. So I'm going to keep doing it. Talk to you guys later. He makes a very good point. What have we learned? Oh, what have we learned from diving into the world of young Graham? I may do this again another time. I may dive into much more about what what was kind of going on, because I've recorded about an hour's worth of footage, and this is going to get edited down. I think the main thing which you learn, or the main thing to look out from with these videos, is it's worth, completely worth remembering where you came from. It's completely worth seeing what happened to you and what led you to those situations, and how you evolved from that. As I mean, you've seen, I've seen... There's little staple marks along the ways of the things I wanted to discuss. At the very beginning, I wanted to discuss serious things. I wanted to discuss topics which are important to the world around us and help people learn about those things. But the way I was presenting that information was basically like, you're a fucking moron, and I'm right, and you're wrong. And that's the wrong way to do that. I've learned that. I built from that. I got more relaxed in front of a camera. I figured out how to talk to a camera and actually speak how I usually speak and also leave a lack of gaps when it comes to doing things so you don't actually need jump cuts you just need to be able to fill space until you get to these ones which are the later ones where I was better and happier and things were improving and that was the new stage I am not embarrassed by the opinions I had or you know the feelings I had because they were me at the time I regret some of the opinions and feelings I had, and I regret some of the things I've done and said in my youth, but I recognize them, and I've changed from them, and that's the thing which I can take away from any time I see 
a lot of these videos and the same with creating content and evolving as this Graham said this younger version said it is important to check and reflect yourself on a regular basis and that's all the advice I can give you for today I've done 200 episodes of Young at Concrete Podcast this is that episode the 200th and I have come a very long way from standing in a room angsty and angry and fed up with my own life and telling other people that they are wrong about their own. Hopefully, I'll evolve even further from that. But thank you for coming along for the ride and learning about it. Thank you for watching and listening if you're listening and watching to the podcast. Hopefully, we found some information in these old bits. Next time I do this, I'm going to get some other people to watch them with me. Episode 300. We'll find some friends and I'll expose them to young Graham. And we'll see if that changes their opinion on modern Graham. We'll see. What was the last thing I said? Ramble, but I feel it's important to put your opinion out there. And it's important to show off what you want to do. And that's my opinion. So I'm going to keep doing it. Talk to you guys later. Bye.